Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. Police activity wrapping up and clear on the shoulder. All lanes are open. Express in Maine. 66 West, just a little heavy near Nutley Street and 123. 395 and 95 southbound volume delays are brief inside and outside the Beltway. Uh, again, for nearly a day now, Columbia Pike near Lake Barcroft has been closed uh, after a crash took down many wires and poles near Blair Road. But essentially, it's off limits at points between Route 7 and Braddock Road. And that's going to put more traffic on Route 7 westbound through Bailey's Crossroads. That'll be time-consuming. In Maryland, Kenilworth Avenue, northbound, down below the BW Parkway at Frolic Lane, a crash reported. And in Charles County, northbound on Route 5, Leonardtown Road, traffic was uh, briefly held by crash response at a point before Bryantown Road and Oliver's Shop Road. The WTOP Traffic Center is presented by Window Nation. Make no payments on your new windows for two full years. Visit windownation.com. I'm Dave Doldine, WTOP Traffic. Forecast, Steve Rudin. Cloudy skies with showers developing this afternoon and into the evening, becoming moderate to heavy at times overnight. Could be looking at a wintry mix early tomorrow morning with all snow for extreme western Maryland. Wake-up temperatures tomorrow morning will be in the 30s. Tomorrow we're in the 40s with gradual clearing. I'm 7 News Meteorologist Steve Rudin in the First Alert Weather Center. We have clouds some sprinkles in the area. 48 in Rockville and Ashford. It's 48. A little warmer. 49 in Fort Washington. 259. You're listening to WTOP, Washington's top news, live, local, 24-7. This hour of news is sponsored by Lido Pizza. Lido Pizza never cuts corners. Good afternoon, I'm Ann Kramer. And I'm Sean Anderson. Coming up... There's powerful new opposition in Richmond to building a sports arena in Alexandria. I'm Dick Iuliano. D.C.'s mayor says overall crime is down. She announces new community hubs to improve public safety. I'm Kate Ryan. This kind of fingerprint could save a dog's life. I'm Neil Augenstein. Will former President Trump take his claims of presidential immunity to the Supreme Court? We'll talk about it with CBS News congressional correspondent Scott McFarland at 3.15. It is 3 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by O'Reilly Auto Parts. I'm Monica Ricks. Walter Reed expects Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin to resume his duties as early as tomorrow, despite getting transferred to a critical care unit today. Our Ed O'Keefe asked the White House about concerns today. Does the president have any concerns that with his medical problems, the secretary can no longer serve? CBS's Kimmy McCormick. Austin has canceled his trip to Brussels, where he was to take part in meetings with other NATO defense ministers, and has transferred his duties to his deputy. His latest hospitalization is due to a bladder issue. This is the second time he's been admitted since his prostate cancer surgery in December. President Biden's meeting with Jordan's king today to discuss the war between Israel and Hamas following the rescue of two more hostages. CBS's Robert Burgers in Jerusalem. The Israeli rescue operation took place under the cover of heavy airstrikes in the densely populated city of Rafah. Residents reported massive explosions at around 2 a.m. Palestinian officials say at least 67 people were killed. The U.S. is now urging Israel not to expand its offensive there. The border town with Egypt is full of Palestinian civilians. The FBI credits two security guards for stopping a woman from doing more damage at a megachurch in Houston. Special agent in charge, Doug Williams. There is no doubt, there is no doubt that their heroic actions saved lives. The 57-year-old, a 57-year-old rather, and a 7-year-old were injured in that shooting. The child is still in critical condition.
Boston is preparing for a major snowstorm tomorrow. Mayor Michelle Wu. We are making the call today that Boston Public Schools will be closed tomorrow, Tuesday, February 13th. Starting tonight at 10 p.m., we are also declaring a snow emergency. If you are struggling today, you're not alone. Many of us don't want to work after the Super Bowl, according to the IT company Atera. It conducted a survey that finds more than 40% of hybrid workers plan to work remotely today, and over half of them will lie about the reasons why. The survey also shows almost a third of workers are likely to be groggy or hungover, and around a quarter will likely be cranky or unproductive. All of the reasons why 40% of American workers think today should be a national holiday. Wendy Gillette, CBS News, Las Vegas. The NFL now passing the ball to New Orleans, which is set to host Super Bowl 59 next year. Saints owner Gail Benson. We look forward to welcoming thousands of fans, sponsors, medias, and volunteers in celebration of the big game. It was supposed to host this year, but it would have overlapped with Mardi Gras. This is CBS News. Think O'Reilly Auto Parts for all your car care needs. Get the parts and service you need fast from the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts. It is 3.03 on Monday, February the 12th. We have a cloudy sky, some sprinkles in the area. Highs right now are hovering near 50. Good afternoon. I'm Ann Kramer. And I'm Sean Anderson. Top local story this hour on WTOP, the latest on the new proposed arena for the Washington Wizards and Caps in Alexandria. Monumental Sports, which owns the two teams, says it's 100% focused on moving those teams across the Potomac. This even after a Virginia State Senate bill that would have moved that plan forward was tabled today. Let's get the story from WTOP's Dick Yuliano. Senate Democrat Louise Lucas, chair of the Finance Committee, has denounced the plan to build a $2 billion sports arena in the Potomac Yard neighborhood. If the project's revenues are insufficient to cover the debt, taxpayers are on the hook to bail out this project. But Monica Dixon of Monumental Sports says she expects the Virginia House to approve the first step in the arena plan and looks forward to working with Senator Lucas and other members of the Senate. We're eager to talk with her, the committee, and all the legislators in the Senate uh, to make sure they have all the information they need. Dixon says the project will benefit Alexandria and the entire Commonwealth. Dick Iuliano, WTOP News. Meantime, D.C.'s mayor says she intends to make sure Monumental Sports honors its lease at Capital One Arena, which runs until 2047. Now, in a news conference today, Mayor Bowser said Monumental doesn't need to leave downtown D.C. to make more money. They have made more money at this location in the last three years since COVID than they have ever made before. These events are packed, concerts boxing, and the games, even though we don't have teams that are winning. Monumental posted on social media it has a right to pay off the bond under the agreement and leave in 2027. I'm going to keep it here on WTOP for all the latest developments. 305 announced the district's efforts to try to curb crime. WTOP's Kate Ryan tells us the mayor's latest program includes what she calls safe commercial corridor hubs. That's where police and other services will be available. We've started the year with downward trends in crime, both in this neighborhood and citywide. But robberies are up 12 percent, and D.C. Mayor Muriel Bowser said she's still pushing the D.C. Council 
to pass the Secure D.C. Crime Bill. Bowser spoke at the opening of the Chinatown Safe Commercial Corridor Hub, where community members can contact police and other agencies to address issues. The hub opens down the block from a Walgreens where a robbery suspect was shot Sunday night after taking a gun from one special police officer and being shot by a second. Police Chief Pamela Smith. He has been charged with seven robberies specific to this Walgreens, and we do anticipate making additional arrests on this particular case. Kate Ryan, WTOP News. Well, learning that your pets, you maybe even your dog, has cancer can be devastating for so many pet owners. But it is also more common, apparently, than many of us would actually think. Story from WTOP's Neil Augenstein. One in four dogs will be diagnosed with cancer. 50% of dogs will die of cancer after the age of 10 years. Biomedical engineering and mechanics professor John Robertson at Virginia Tech, where researchers found the urine of dogs with cancer has a unique fingerprint. We would like to be able to have dogs screened earlier before cancer develops. In fact, we may even want to look at dogs that are screened easily through their lifetime, perhaps a once a year urine specimen. So if a dog's urine starts to change, veterinarians would know earlier that cancer is a possibility. Neil Loggenstein, WTLP News. 307, for decades, the Temptations sang romantic tunes perfect for Valentine's Day. Well, the musical Ain't Too Proud arrives at the Kennedy Center starting tomorrow. WTOP Entertainment Editor Jason Fraley sat down with one of the show's actors ahead of opening night. I know you want to leave me, but I refuse to let you go. This is the soundtrack of generations with number one hits all over the place. My girl, Papa was a Rolling Stone, Ain't Too Proud to Beg. Come out and hear this wonderful music, see this wonderful dancing. E. Clayton Cornelius plays Paul Williams, who joins David Ruffin, Otis Williams, Eddie Kendricks, and Melvin Franklin to form the iconic Motown group, The Temptations. You see a lot of the different famous people coming in and out of their lives. Smokey Robinson writing music for them, you know, Donna Ross, the Supremes do have a huge feature. The show runs at the Kennedy Center now through Sunday. Jason Fraley, WTOP News. Coming up in money news after traffic and weather. D.C. home sales have slowed, but real estate agents are busy again. I'm Jeff Clayball. It's 308. Michael and Son's heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Son. Traffic and weather on the 8th and when it breaks. Dave Dildine ended up WTOP Traffic Center. And in Virginia on I-95, northbound coming out of Quantico and precisely near mile marker 149.7. The response to a broken down tractor trailer takes the right lane. Two left lanes getting by. That is northbound on 95. Southbound from Washington to Woodbridge to Fredericksburg. Slowdowns on 395 and 95 are short. And overall less traffic today on the interstates. 66 westbound, just heavy near 123. Beltway, brief delays on the interloop getting to and across the Legion Bridge. No delays at the Wilson Bridge in Montgomery County, just a bit slow on the interloop riding over top Connecticut Avenue. Kenilworth Avenue northbound near the warehouses in Tuxedo. There was a crash down below the BW Parkway, but that ought to be clear by now. Charles County had one northbound on Route 5 Leonardtown Road, uh, heading for Bryantown Road under police direction. Traffic was for a time stopped. And in College Park, northbound on Route 1, it is a work zone near Greenbelt Road, heading for University Boulevard in one lane and one lane only, northbound on Route 1. I-270, brief northbound delays passing through Gaithersburg, and again, overall less traffic this afternoon, kind of holiday-like out there. Route 50 between the Beltway and the Bay Bridge, just fine. The WTOP newsroom is furnished by Regency Furniture. 
Shop Regency's President's Day sale and enjoy 25% off plus free delivery. Affordable. Never looked so good. Dave Doldine, WTOP Traffic. Let's get our forecast now from 7 News First Alert meteorologist Steve Rudin. As we move through for the remainder of the afternoon, scattered showers will dot radar with moderate to heavy rain expected late evening and into the overnight. Temperatures will fall through the 40s, eventually into the mid to upper 30s to around 40 degrees by early tomorrow morning. All this will wind down early tomorrow with a winter mix looking at widespread snow across extreme western Maryland, not for the metro area. We'll see daytime highs tomorrow in the 40s, wind gusts upwards of 30 miles per hour. I'm 7 News Meteorologist Steve Rudin, the First Alert Weather Center. Well, great day once again, and we're at 46 in Manassas, 48 in Frederick, 49 Metro Center. Brought to you by Long Fence. Save 25% on decks, pavers, and fences. Six months, no payment, no interest. Conditions apply. Go to longfence.com. Money news at 10 and 40 past the hour. We say good afternoon to Jeff Clayball. Capital One is closing more branches in the D.C. area. One on 12th and F by Metro Center. The Washington Business Journal says the others are in Chevy Chase, Arlington, Manassas, and Fairfax. Capital One will be down to about 60 branches in the D.C. area after closing dozens in recent years. Home sales stumbled last week. Pending sales posted the biggest drop in four months, but... Potential buyers are out there looking. Redfin says showings by real estate agents have risen 16% since the first of the year. That Valentine's Day box of chocolate will cost more. Cocoa prices hit a fresh record high today with the biggest one-week change in three years. Weather has battered cocoa crops with production in some of Africa's top cocoa-producing nations down 35% from a year ago. Less than an hour of trading to go on Wall Street's first trading day of the week. The Dow is up 103 points. The S&P 500 is down 2. The Nasdaq's down 32. Jeff Clayball. WTOP News. Staples stores provide innovative products and services for small business, remote workers and learners, even teachers and parents. Explore more at your local Staples store. Coming up on WTOP, where do things stand in Congress on that massive aid package for Ukraine? We'll get details from CBS congressional correspondent Scott McFarlane. 312. Have you heard of plantar fasciitis? Hi, it's Jonathan Cotton with the Good Feet Store. And while that condition can be hard to pronounce, it's even harder to live with. Imagine jumping off the back of a pickup truck onto some rocks. That's what it felt like when I was suffering from plantar fasciitis. I was a runner who could no longer run, and my foot pain impacted me both physically and emotionally. Coming to the Goodfeet store was the first step to living my life pain-free. After searching and trying so many other products, I finally found relief with Goodfeet Art Supports, and they still keep me running today. Now I get to help others who are struggling with plantar fasciitis to live their life pain-free. Maybe it's your turn. Is foot pain holding you back from living the life you love? Visit the Good Feet Store today for a free personalized fitting and test walk. The Good Feet Store has locations across Greater D.C. and Baltimore. Visit goodfeet.com to book your appointment today or just stop by. I'm Jonathan Cotton, and we look forward to seeing you soon at the Good Feet Store. There's something magical about unboxing. When you unbox BritBox, you uncover a world of British entertainment. Stream the UK's most brilliant series, including new and upcoming seasons of Shetland, Father Brown and Death in Paradise. Plus new originals like Payback, Irving Welsh's Crime and Archie, the story of Hollywood's greatest leading man, Cary Grant. Unbox BritBox and escape to the best of British TV. Stream with a free trial at BritBox.com. 
Hi, I'm Jill Ott, and for over 20 years, I've been bringing all my pets to Rocky Gorge Animal Hospital. What I love most about Rocky Gorge is the care, concern, and compassion they show. Whether you are in need of emergency animal care, an extended stay for your pet, or a new vet you can depend on, I can't recommend Rocky Gorge Animal Hospital enough. From everyone at Rocky Gorge, thank you for trusting your pet's care to us. And don't forget, we're here for you and your pets 24-7, 365 days a year. And we'll never forget, nothing warms the heart like a cold nose. Later this hour, a game of Monopoly might actually finish. And it's got a local twist. Keep it here on WTOP. Oh, February cold is ready to blitz, and I have your defense. This is Dave Johnson, and that's why you need my friends at Window Nation. Replace your windows now and save 50% off all window styles, plus zero down, zero interest and no payments for 24 months and speaking of now window nation can install your new windows in one day or less and window nation's windows come with a lifetime warranty so go ahead call 866-90-NATION or visit windownation.com to schedule your free in-home estimate and tell them dave johnson sent you are hr legacy systems slowing you down it's time to cast aside rigid outdated technology that makes it impossible to evolve enter workday the platform that meets tomorrow's challenge today. With Workday, you can streamline operations, automate tedious manual processes, and operate strategically across the organization, giving your agency's leaders more time to focus on your mission and your future. Discover how Workday can support your federal agency today at Workday.com slash federal. Washington's top news, WTOP. Facts matter. 315, I'm Sean Anderson. I'm Ann Kramer. Thanks for being with us. New week, new urgency here in Washington. Former President Trump faces a deadline today surrounding his claim of immunity in his election interference trial. And the Senate continues work today on a foreign aid package after putting in time during Super Bowl Sunday. Well, joining us live, CBS News congressional correspondent Scott McFarland. Scott, good to have you back on. Let's start with former President Trump's legal issues. Elaborate for us on what's happening today. Deadline day today for Donald Trump to appeal to the U.S. Supreme Court if he wants to keep fighting this 2020 election conspiracy case and claim presidential immunity. You recall, Ann, a couple weeks ago, the appeals court here in Washington knocked down that claim that he's immune from prosecution because he was president at the time. If he does not appeal by the end of the night tonight, this case goes back to the district court judge here in Washington. Tanya Chutkin could put the case right back on the calendar, a trial date on the calendar. The appeal may not succeed, but it could buy Trump some more time if he files it by 11.59 p.m. What's the latest on getting that big foreign aid package for Ukraine and Israel through the Senate? Oh, buckle up for a busy week on that, Sean. The Senate could take some more procedural votes today and set up for tomorrow or Wednesday. Final passage of $95 billion for Ukraine, Israel, and for Taiwan could be overwhelming. The support for that in the U.S. Senate, nearly two to one. But what happens in the U.S. House next? They'd have to pass it, too, to get it to the president to sign into law. And at this point, Sean and Ann, it's unclear if House Speaker Mike Johnson will even put it on the floor. A majority of House Republicans don't support it. And Mike Johnson has the power to keep it back. A big question mark as this week begins. And, Scott, it appears that the House Speaker is heading for another impeachment vote on the Homeland Security Secretary. What's going to happen or what can you tell us about this? That could happen by dinner time tomorrow. He has an extra vote. It failed last week when he tried it, but he's got Steve Scalise returning to the Capitol tomorrow. He's been undergoing cancer treatments and absent. That one vote could put this impeachment effort over the top. And timing's important here, Ann and Sean. They want to get this vote passed narrowly 
before the results of tomorrow's special election in New York. They're replacing George Santos tomorrow on Long Island. If a Democrat wins that seat, the impeachment vote gets harder. And uh, do you set up that race for us? So what's going on there? Ooh, they're fire-hosing money into that race, an indication it's close and that it's both parties fighting to win something before November, perhaps a canary-in-the-coal-mine race where the electorate is in a swing district nine months before the big elections in November. Scott, always good to talk to you. Thank you so much. Same. CBS News Congressional Correspondent Scott McFarland. Quick look at the top stories we're working on at WTOP. A Virginia Senate bill to finance the building of a new Caps and Wizards Stadium in Alexandria has been tabled for now. D.C.'s mayor announces a new program today designed to create hubs staffed by public safety and human services teams in the Chinatown community. Keep it here for full details on these stories in the minutes ahead. 318. Traffic and weather on the 8th. Let's get back to Dave Dildine in the WTOP Traffic Center. Near Quantico, northbound on 95 and across from the spire for the Marine Corps Museum. The broken down truck cleared. The northbound lanes just reopened. Southbound on 395 and 95 between the Potomac, the Occoquan, and the Rappahannock. Slowdowns are short and volume delays are brief. Beltway, so far so good at the Wilson Bridge. Interloop just a bit heavy as you step across the Potomac using the American Legion Bridge. Beyond Bailey's Crossroads yesterday, a driver went into a house and took down a bunch of high-voltage wires. Columbia Pike remains closed today near Lake Barcroft, and it points between Route 7 and Braddock Road. And that Columbia Pike closure is putting more westbound traffic on Route 7 between Bailey's Crossroads and 7 corners. 66 westbound, just a little below speed under Nutley Street and 123, but overall less traffic this afternoon, kind of like a pseudo-holiday. In Maryland, 270 northbound, short slowdowns near Gaithersburg and Clarksburg. BW Parkway getting a little heavier in spots. Kenilworth Avenue down below the parkway near Tuxedo. The crash should be clear. College Park, Route 1 northbound, heading for University Boulevard and Greenbelt Road. Should be down to single file past a work crew northbound on U.S. Route 1 in College Park. Park. Go up to Frederick County, Route 15, south of 340. MDOT is reporting that crash response has southbound traffic on 15 stopped. Northbound drivers are definitely affected. It might be alternating at the intersection for, I believe it's going to be uh, Mountville Road, where this crash happened on Route 15, south of the 340 junction. Families in poverty are facing a global food crisis. $50 provides a food kit to feed a family for a month. Just text the word RADIO to 97646. Sponsored by Compassion International. I'm Dave Dildine, WTOP Traffic. Let's head over to the 7 News First Alert Weather Center. Meteorologist Steve Rudin joins us now. Steve, clouds, I guess, are going to stick around. Oh, you got it. Those clouds are eventually going to start producing raindrops and for some of you, snowflakes as we move into early tomorrow morning. In the meantime, most of the area is dry right now, but wet weather is on the way toward the end of the evening rush hour commute and then moderate to heavy rain this evening, late this evening and into the overnight. Now come early tomorrow morning, depending on your location, let's use the metro area as your starting point. You're going to look for that transition from rain to a wintry mix and snow around 7, 8 o'clock or so. It quickly exits by about 10 or 11. So anything that does fall, it's going to have a hard time sticking at first, but maybe a little slushy accumulation on grassy areas. Farther north and west you go, especially along the Pennsylvania-Maryland border. 
those are the areas likely to see more significant or meaningful delaying snows. Temperatures tomorrow will be in the 40s, but will feel like the 30s with wind chills, and then we're dry on Valentine's Day. That's Wednesday. Highs then in the 40s. At this hour, 49 in the district, 47 in Gaithersburg, and 47 degrees in Springfield. All right, brought to you by Lend the Plumber Heating and Air. Trusted. Same-day service, seven days a week. Still ahead, a little financial advice from CBS News business analyst Jill Schlesinger for young couples thinking about tying the knot. 321. Cisco Umbrella for Government is a comprehensive cloud-native cybersecurity solution designed to protect federal, state, and local government agencies to accomplish their mission. With advanced security features, it ensures compliance with stringent government cybersecurity mandates. Umbrella for Government is backed by the power of Cisco Talos, one of the world's largest commercial threat teams, providing unmatched intelligence and threat protection. To learn more, visit umbrella.cisco.com. That's umbrella.cisco.com. Have you Googled yourself lately? Are there negative posts from an ex-employee or from a former client? Maybe an outdated news article or sensitive personal information about your family? Search engines don't always get it right. For right or wrong, it's your reputation on the line. That's where Reputation Defender by Norton comes in. One of the most trusted names in online reputation repair, Reputation Defender has been fixing people's search results for over 15 years. Their cutting-edge approaches help you to wipe away unwanted information in your search results. They also promote the good stuff so that it rises to the top, helping you put your best foot forward. Your good name is too valuable to leave to the whims of a Google algorithm. Take control with Reputation Defender. You can start by getting your free Reputation Report Card at reputationdefender.com or call 800-811-4975 to speak to an expert. That's 800-811-4975. Rise and shine. Time to get your day moving. 7 News is on your side. From the moment you wake up, bringing you local news you need to prepare for the day and get out the door on time. Every minute of every morning, 7 News is on your side. Get a free short stack at IHOP on National Pancake Day, February 13th from 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. And celebrate IHOP's month of giving by donating to Feeding America and the Leukemia and Lymphoma Society only at IHOP. One free short stack per guest. Dine-in only. Other restrictions apply. This is WTOP News. Well, while some watched last night's Super Bowl for the football, many tuned in for the Super Bowl sweethearts. Taylor Swift and her Kansas City Chiefs boyfriend, Travis Kelsey. There was speculation that Kelsey would actually get down on one knee and propose after the Chiefs beat the 49ers in overtime. As far as we know, that didn't happen. For CBS News business analyst Jill Schlesinger, it got her thinking about the two 34-year-olds tying the knot someday. People do delay the actual marriages, their nuptials, by a lot of years. I mean, 40 years ago, a median age of first marriage, 25.4 for men, 22.8 for women. Now it's 30.2 and 28.4. So what does that mean? Well, it means that we all come into our relationships maybe with some more significant money habits formed, maybe with some significant savings or investments, or maybe with some significant debt. So I think the first step is whether you're a Taylor or Travis or just mere mortals like the rest of us, is to have a conversation. She said the conversation should revolve around your emotions, not the numbers. Well, it switches out Park Avenue for Boston Quarter and Indiana Avenue for the Air Force Memorial. WTOP's Luke Lukert has more on a new twist to an old board game. The next time you and your family stay up trying to rule the roost, it can be with Arlingtonopoly. Um, so the game really serves as a tribute to Arlington's local businesses and our iconic landmarks. The center is a map of Arlington highlighting neighborhoods.